Good afternoon and welcome to today's podcast. Today, I'm joined by my host, Mariana Mbemba from Angola. Ria is a web designer as well as a student at the Pennsylvania State University. And finally, she's also a real estate agent. Today, Ria is going to tell us a little bit more about side hustles and how to get that side money in. Ria, welcome and thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you so much, Rukaya, for that uh, introduction I really appreciate that um, for all my viewers uh, all the viewers out there from Rakaya uh, thank you for sh- hearing your time to hearing this interview um, I'm not sure where to start but Rukaya like what do you want me to um, share a bit about side hustles on this episode yeah thanks for introducing yourself Ria so to begin with, you know, I would like for you to kind of walk us through your own history, your own path as, you know, as a side hustler, part-time side hustler, part-time student. You know, how do you manage to do all of that together? You know, tell us a little bit more. Yeah, sure. I can definitely do that. Um, So where, where do I actually begin? So uh, as Rukai says, I am a college student as well. So, uh, I came here at Penn State around 2016 as an international student, um, and I never, ever had this thought of, I guess, starting, I mean, I've always thought of starting a business, but not uh, whilst in college. I never really saw myself doing that. But I guess people always say, circumstances always move you to a a different direction, but of course, the goal is still the same. Um, So, I had some issues, my dad... uh, just went bankrupt and I decided, you know, as being the oldest, I had to figure out a game plan so I could stay in school, support my parents, my family and all that stuff. It's like a huge responsibility, but uh, it was something I had to accept. Uh, and I believe it was just God just telling me, Ria, you have to do this whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, initially, I started thinking of just looking for jobs on campus. Um, because that's what I was, uh, that was my only exposure at the time to do with side hustle or just, you know, trying to build business or trying to raise income. So I working online, uh, I mean, not online, on campus. I was working as an assistant and, um, I was also working behind the fitness center desk and I was also working, um, out of campus, but this was like being a videographer just um, recording live basketball games in high schools. This is around Pittsburgh. So I was pretty much juggling three jobs and also classes. And I believe at the time I was a sophomore, I was doing about 21 credits. So it was pretty hectic at that time. Um, I believe you mentioned something about how I managed to juggle that. Um, At first it was very difficult. because I had morning classes and I also had work during that time. And then I also had to work my other job on the weekend, the videographer. Uh, So I just had to make a mental decision that, okay, I have to make sure I sleep at midnight religiously and I will have to make sure I do my homework whilst I'm at work, especially behind the computer. So I'll do my homework early, uh, work at night at the fitness center, and then of course work on the weekends as a videographer. And then I would always make sure I get my homework done, sleep at midnight, have my six hours of sleep, wake up at six, drink my lemon tea, get that energy and just rinse and repeat pretty much. So that's um, how I started. 
Um, it's all about making that firm decision, knowing what works for you, and uh, just starting small as well. You don't have to really go outside your boundary. Like for me, if you're a student, just work on campus and you can basically build your momentum from there and uh, see what other opportunities is going to present itself. And you have to grab it as soon as possible because it's always like a once in a lifetime opportunity when it comes to um, finding a side hustle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ria, for sharing this amazing story. You know, I really applaud you for your resilience. This, I think, will be an inspiration to a lot of our listeners today. You know, I think it's really amazing that you were able to to do all of this while maintaining your your credits and your classes. But I do have another question for you, Ria. I actually do have another question for you. So what would be your best advice for a student trying to do both? Um, that's a very good question. Um, my advice to students who are working maybe as a side hustle, side business, and also trying to keep up with your grades, um, it's exactly what I said uh, a bit earlier. Always trying to make a firm decision to know which would work for you are you someone who will sleep late will you sacrifice an additional hour to hours sleep late to work on your side business will you sacrifice your weekends if that means a friday saturday you can't go out with your friends you have to work because you got some bills to pay you want to take care of your loved ones whatever you have to do you have to do it um and when it comes to classes make sure you get your homework done on time communicate with your professors pay attention in class um, be on top of things, make sure you're around um, other students who are also serious in classes so you don't uh, feel left behind. I definitely advise you on that because um, I always made sure when I had a maths exam, I would always like work with one of my uh, co- my best friends. Uh, he was really good at one of the subjects in maths and he would teach me some things. It was back and forth and that's how I stayed on top of things. When it came to my test, I would do well because of that. Um, However, as someone who believes in balance, I would also say take some time to yourself or take some breaks. So maybe on a Sunday, uh, do like a self-care routine, read a book, uh, have like a small spa bath or just sleep in, get your eight hours of sleep. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what I would advise for um, a lot of student entrepreneurs out there. And take advantage, you're young. Like, if you really work so hard now in your 20s or if you're 18, 19, um, by the time you graduate, one, you could be debt-free or at least owe less money than you you could have if you are uh, borrowing money or you have student loans. And it'll also build that stamina that uh, you can literally present yourself on your resume, like, oh, I've done this, I've done that. Um, A lot of employers love to see that students are not only just book smart, they like people with a lot of experience and a lot of leadership and other specialized skills that you can, you know, represent. And it'll actually put you to stand out compared to any other candidates as well. So that's my advice. And I know I digressed a little bit, but I hope uh, it has been very helpful. Thank you so much for sharing that, Ria. You know, you mentioned a a really key point that I was going to ask a question about. But you know what? I actually don't remember that question. So let me move on to um, a a different topic. But thank you for sharing that because I think it's very important for, you know, our listeners to 
to kind of hear it from a student, to hear it from someone that looks like them, you know. This is not Tony Robbins telling you. This is not, what's his name, Robert Kiyosaki telling you. This is Rhea from Penn State. She's like you, you know. If Rhea could do it, you can do it as well. And I really hope that by listening to this podcast today, you know, you are getting some value and, you know, you are getting some perspectives on on, on your own abilities as well. So, um... Moving on from that, Ria, I do have another question for you. Um, how, um, let me think of how to formulate this question, actually. You know, um, um, you talk you talked a lot about resilience, and I kind of wanted you to expand a little bit on the topic of resilience and how that applies to, to, to business. Um, so if you could please touch on that. Okay, on the topic of resilience, um, it's very interesting. I feel like I've gone through a lot of experiences that I had to be resilient. I had to be, um, I had to have perseverance and to never give up. So I think also depends with uh, one's character uh, because I grew up knowing that giving up is never an option. Giving up is not something in my vocabulary. I've also would see how my um my mom um she took care of us and how like um she had to leave another country to be in a foreign land and she just never gave up she she was always doing a lot of things especially being a stay-at-home mom and then transitioning to being an entrepreneur as well which i believe i plotted a lot for that and yeah just observing that kind of work ethic from my own mom and from other people that inspire me just brought that ideology that i need to always um keep pushing myself no matter what so being resilient is like different to everyone um but one thing i believe we all have in common is that anything that's worth working for we have to be consistent with it we have to make sure that we put our hardest um work or just give a thousand percent effort in that because at the end of the day if we don't someone else is doing that and once you are the one who made that decision to fail someone else stayed putting in the work and they had succeeded and then you can applaud them but do you remember you and you were running the same race you just decided to stop and just started walking once the person kept running even if it meant losing a bit of a a bit of their breath they still ran and reached the finish line so that's all we have to keep reminding ourselves that consistency is always the key and it definitely does pay off to be resilient no matter what whether it's in business uh, your health your relationship your personal life anything literally you always need to um just keep putting in the work yeah yeah absolutely absolutely from everything you just said Ria there's one thing that really stood out to me and it's how you you know you mentioned that resilience is really proper to each individual but really I you know I'm gonna go ahead and add something and I think it's a a why it's proper to each individual we all have the same capacity for resilience we're all humans however I do think that it manifests differently from person to person and you know talking about manifestation Ria as my dear friend you know 
even besides you being a, an amazing business person as my dear friend i know that you're some someone that that believes in 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 manifestation a lot you're someone that takes time to to manifest things that 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 you know you want to see happen so you know before we end this interview um i really want you to touch on you know your 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 habits of manifestation and and your beliefs in it and how that plays a central role in in you know in your businesses being success, successful sorry so um you know before we end this interview if you can touch on that a little bit more um i think that will you know bring some insight to our listeners as well on the topic of manifestation um so interesting about that i only started learning about the law of attraction is pretty much um uh in short is you become what you think so the more you think of yourself to be a successful individual you end up becoming that of course it has to follow by it is to follow through with action and that's what i truly believe you can't just want something or state it out verbally without putting in the work that that's just not realistic at all um and being someone who is um god fearing i believe in god uh, as much as people can talk about these angels and you know manifestation they always talk about it in a much more i don't know what I, what i would call it something that's out of the ordinary i believe it's not something out of the ordinary it's not too far from like our spirituality or just our belief in god it's just i just believe uh manifestation is just merging the spiritual life with our um with our physical life because as you know we're not only just flesh and blood we also have a soul so for us to really connect those two we have to manifest these things or to um repeatedly say certain things or affirm it every single day uh even if it means doing mirror work like speaking to yourself um uh, saying certain words like saying i'm beautiful or i am successful i will have a successful successful business anything of that that stuff and if you even write the um, whatever you're manifesting down like you write if you write them down and you read it every morning and night which is part of like my routine which i actually recently started doing so i could um uh get some success in my real estate agent business um so as i was consistently doing that i had to put in the action as well so i had to make sure i was communicating with certain buyers i i kept uh putting out the property information and even if i had like a no from one of the buyers i didn't give up because i know i had affirmed and in my subconscious mind i already know i'm going to get a yes and i would definitely close a deal on my properties um so of course this goes back to resilience but that's what i think manifestation is it's just basically merging the spiritual life and the physical life um so don't get too confused when you hear about these things in manifestation law of attraction is pretty much the same thing just pray trust in god um repeatedly say the things that you want to achieve in life like daily and don't don't only just say it verbally and write it down you also have to put in the action whatever it may be like i said business health wise uh like if you want to reach a certain like body goal you have to go to the gym every single day or every other day and you have to commit to it no matter what even if you don't feel like it that's also another thing 
people tend to forget. They just see all these successes and people who are doing good in business or whatever, what other area in life, they forget that these people are only successful because you haven't seen what they had to do behind the curtains. They had to keep pushing. They had difficulties, but they had to pull through because they already set in stone that belief that they will achieve that thing and their mind has nothing else but to make sure they achieve that thing. So if you don't put in the action and you allow any obstacle that come in your way and just, you know, um, distract you, then of course your manifestation is not going to come through. And then people just say, oh, this thing doesn't work. It does. You just have to mix all these three elements together. Once again, we are not only flesh and blood, we are soul. So we really have to merge all those elements together for it to end up becoming a reality. So that's my two cents on that. Um, I wish I could talk further, but, you know, I'm still a beginner. And I hope what I've just shared with you is very helpful. And uh, if you're out there doing a side hustle, keep up the great work and never give up. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thanks, Ria, for sharing your, you know, like you said, your two cents on on, on um, manifestation. And, you know, I, I, I really find value in what you said. And I think that even if you as a listener, you that is listening right now, even if you don't believe in manifestation, that's okay. But I think there are key elements to get from what Rhea just said that you can apply to your own sets of belief. And it's that you have to be consistent. So that's one. So there's two things. I think you have to be consistent. Actually, there's three things. Let me take that back. You have to be consistent. You have to be realistic. You know, I I, um, I think it's important to dream big, but I think you have to be realistic in the goals you set and the timing you set for those goals. So that's the second thing. And, and finally, the third thing is, you know, some people call it manifestation. Some people call it, you know, um, whatever. But you have to, to, to believe in your own abilities and to believe that what you, with the goals you have set for yourself uh, are going to happen. You have to really consciously subconsciously you know at every level at every existing level you have to believe that it is going to happen and you know from my perspective and you know even for those of you that don't necessarily you know subscribe to manifestation um theories i don't know if you can call them theories i think this is a way to approach it you know those three things that i um i just spoke of so um you know i i I really thank you ria for delivering that so clearly you know for expressing your your views on that because i think it's still very very relevant i i i really value that um so um obviously you guys just um listen to this you know beyond just being an interview this was a conversation between two friends you know it was very open very honest and very transparent and i really hope that you guys found as much value to it as we um we intended for you to get value um what's that english i don't even know but i think you understand what i'm saying um but yes this podcast is coming to an end and once again i really want to thank my host today my first host mariana mbemba please remember her name please 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 remember her name i want to thank her for joining me today i want to thank you for listening today and i really really hope to see you in our next podcast Thank you. Have a nice day. Be blessed. And one last thing, you can find Ria at, she will tell you that right now. Thank you so much, Rikai. It was definitely a pleasure um, having this conversation. Uh, It definitely was fun. I enjoyed it very much. And I really hope it does seem of value to your audience. People can find me uh, on Facebook as Mariana Mbemba. As Rukaya say my name. 
you can find me as Rainha Ria on Instagram. I was pretty much that. LinkedIn, I believe the same name, Mariana Mbemba. And yeah, message me if you have any further questions and so forth. And of course, definitely subscribe to my sister's podcast. You're going to be getting a lot of gems. I can't wait for the next interview podcast. Like, I can't wait. Thank you so much, Ria. You heard it from her. Definitely subscribe, um, follow, you know, whatever you, whatever action is needed from you on her, on her, <laughs> on her social media. You will not regret it. And once again, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast today. Be blessed. I will see you in the next podcast. Bye. Let me.